Hey you, welcome to the Impactful Life Podcast. I'm Jan Ditchfield, award-winning social entrepreneur, online educator, purpose-driven business expert, and mom to a feisty girl boss in the making. Are you looking to make an impact on the world around you and create a life that lights you up, but you don't know the steps to take to get started? Trying to navigate the path to live the life you were meant to have isn't an easy journey, but it's a journey you were destined for. Each week, I sit down to share strategies, inspiration, and tips to help you develop the confidence to turn what matters to you into a business with purpose so you can make a massive impact on the world around you. If you're a first-time female entrepreneur who is looking to understand how to create a business and life of impact, then this is the podcast for you. Ready? Let's do this. Hey, you, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. 2020 and 2021 have certainly brought their fair share of changes to the lives of so many women, especially to mothers. And it got me thinking about how those changes have really also brought a lot of feelings of loss and grief with them. And more women are birthing pandemic businesses now than ever before. And it really has come out of the fact that we are trying to find a way to make something good come out of what we've been living with in the last two years. But that sense of grief and the loss and the pain that we've also been living with, how does that show up in our day-to-day work? So my guest this week, Jessica Broadway, is the owner of JJ and Co Consulting. And she's actually a certified grief specialist and a creation strategist, author, and a consultant. And Jessica helps her clients take the deep dive into identifying the loss that's holding them back so they can really discover who they are. And she says, when you know exactly what's holding you back and what you really stand for, you can create exactly what you want in relationships and business. So this week, she joined me to talk about managing grief and being able to understand how it plays uh those expectations show up in our business and the role it plays in our lives as business owners and as women and as mothers. So I invite you to take a listen. Hi, Jessica. Thank you so much for joining me today on the podcast. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's such a pleasure to be here. Well, I'm excited because we met in um, a group coaching program that we're in and got to know each other through reels, which is really strange, but that's how it happened. (laughs) And I was watching your business and got really fascinated by what you were doing. And so I wanted to have you on to have a little bit of a chat about you and your business and how it really, I feel, relates to a lot of the women in my space. But I thought it'd be nice if you could kick off by just introducing yourself and kind of who you are and why you're so awesome and why people should watch your reels, things like that. Yes. Well, first of all, I just want to say it's my, you're my first collaboration or so to speak that I've met through reels. So people are wondering, do those work? The answer is yes, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> That's true. You really do get to learn a lot about people uh, watching how they show up on, on those. And so it's really fun, but yes, I am a mom of three and uh, I specialize as a loss and creation strategist. That means that's a fancy way of, of explaining what I do, where I help people identify the loss that's holding them back. And then we create those strategies for their next level. Um, that's not a product of the stories of their past, but they're creating into the future who they want to be. And they're taking a stand for something. I really tried to get a whole person view. I know that how you show up in your interpersonal relationships will eventually come out in your business. And some people try to solve entrepreneurial business issues without being able to take a look at those social emotional components. So grief is kind of my specialty area. 
One, see, one fascinated me so much when I saw what you were doing is like in your business was the fact that of that really clearly identifying and understanding the grief component in life and how that comes out and plays into so much of what we do in so many ways. And I think that first, before we go down the road, let's do some defining. I think that might help a little bit too, because I know that you have a really strong way of explaining the difference between loss and grief. And so how would you tee those two things up so people can kind of put them in the compartments they should be in? So uh, for me, the best way to explain it is that loss is a change in a pattern of behavior, a change in circumstances, or um, just like life shifts. Okay. And the emotional response to how you deal with the loss is grief, Mm. right? So if you have seen grief, like most people do as the, the three D's, death, divorce, and dying, if that's your traditional view of it, you might not see grief in your entrepreneurial journey. If you find yourself asking, I wish things were better, more, or different, those are your red flags that maybe grief can occur. And when you use loss as the identifier, the change in a pattern of behavior, it starts to get really clear like, oh, I'm experiencing a loss right now. My emotional response is the grieving process for that. So when I have like 50,000 questions, I'm going to pick one. We'll start with that (laughs) one. So let's start off with this one. I'll go here. How did this become what you do? Like how everybody has a backstory to how they ended up starting the business they started. What got you into this? So I had this kind of catalyst event that came along later in life that had me stop dead in my tracks and start reevaluating every area of my life. Mm-hmm. And that was when my dad died about seven years ago. And I just didn't have the energy to keep up with the hustle anymore. And no one had told me about grief and how it impacts us all of our lives. No one had told me about loss and how it shows up every single day, mostly in the form of a loss of expectation. And so when I finally felt like I had permission to grieve my life, I was like, whoa, (laughs) this is huge. And I know we were talking earlier before we got started in the interview, because I was talking about like the women I work with and the students and kind of where a lot of my, the women in my audience are at right now in their life. And we are now like coming into close to two years of living the way that we've been living in Canada, which has been under some pretty serious like lockdown situations. And there's been a tremendous impact on moms and on women. And especially when it comes to, um, uh, financial, you know, security and being able to keep their jobs and being able to to do things. So a lot of the women I've worked with have come and built their businesses, their pandemic businesses. Like we talk about pandemic mm-hmm. babies. There's like they're with their birthing businesses, you know, kind of through this process. And this is really re- the original thing that got me thinking with what a lot with you're doing, you know, is that idea of business coming out of grief and out of, you know, the creation of something that, you know, in order to work through something, do you see that a lot happening? Cause I, I feel like I'm seeing more and more of it, that people are starting businesses, not necessarily just because they, um, because of a happy place that they're in necessarily, but because of something that traumatic has happened and they're trying to figure out how to work through it by helping other people at the same time. There are over 40 losses a person can experience in their life that we know about, like that we can say, this is this, this is this, this is this. Then there's this whole category, which we call disenfranchised loss. It's the stuff that is not tangible, can't put a finger on it, but you're definitely in the hole of it, right? Mm -hmm. And the one I see the most is a loss of expectation. 
that means I expected to show up in this space and these were my results. And now that is different for me. And the feeling that I feel between reality and where my expectations were, that gap there, that is going to be a sinking ship for you if you don't get a handle on it. So I always tell my clients, like, just if you never go through the workshops, if you never do the deep dive, just get in the habit of asking yourself when you feel an emotional response to something coming on, ask yourself this, what do I wish was better, more, or different about right now? That goes from, I feel this way to I'm going to create results, right? Because as soon as you're able to identify it, then you can solve the problem. It's when we're not giving a voice to the loss that it becomes cumulative over time and starts to weigh on us. Where do you feel the grief journey kind of takes the wrong steps for many of us? I think, you know, is it in the fact that we don't acknowledge the grief? Is it in the fact that we try to outrun the grief? Is it in the fact that we don't? Like there, where, where, cause sometimes grief can take you in really bad places. So other times grief can actually bring you somewhere that you should be. So where, what, what's the step to be able to know how to process that and work through that? So that's a really good question. <laughs> the, the first part is we have to suspend what we think we know about grief and be committed to redefining that for you. So suspend what you think you know, and then try on the idea that loss is happening everywhere around you all the time, all the time. And it's your job to figure out what, which one of those losses is actually holding you back. So once we've decided that we're going to suspend the other thing, we're going to look for places to identify loss, then we can start taking ownership of the feelings that we feel. Mm-hmm. So once we've acknowledged that it's no one's fault, really, this is just a casualty of life, we can start owning our feelings. We can say, I feel a certain way about this. I'm no longer going to allow the way I feel to stop me from taking action. So we're going to choose our own feelings. We're going to take responsibility for what comes next. And then we're going to start the healing pro- process. I tell people to take an inventory of all the things that they've lost and then to just honor the journey and trust the process. That's a very elementary way of putting it, but honoring the journey is telling the truth about what happened to you. Yeah. And I think sometimes that, you know, we look at um, like the losses as as failures, like, you know, the personal failure, especially with business. When you look at something that happens in business and you say, oh, I failed because I didn't make enough money or I had to close my business and I'm a failure and that we get that. So the grief component comes out, but also it's like, but also there's that feeling of like worthlessness that also tends to sit there and it's a heavy weight to have to carry Mm -hmm. with a lot of things. Does that, do you feel again, it goes into that, that what you're talking about of like just never having the ability to feel like we can own it or express it. If that's what holds us back so much in that. Yeah. So there's this, I, this concept that I talk about um, the performance driven behaviors that we have. It's when we've attached our value to results Yep. And we've said, if I create enough results, then I have value. And intellectually, we know this to be false, but emotionally and habitually, we are very much acting this out. Mm-hmm. And as long as, you, as when you get to the point where you're no longer choosing out of grief, but you're stopping to evaluate and you're saying, who am I? What is my value? Because I am not a product of my past. I am a product of the choices I make for the future. Yeah. It's a absolutely. very big topic. <laughs> yeah, it is. No, it is for sure. 
it's yeah, it's it's quite fascinating to think about it, like in, in that perspective of it, it how it really does make such an impact on so many decisions, but also in your core identity. And I think again, from the perspective of being a business owner, like the you know the 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 identity that we have as business owners that go against what you're saying is that my success is based on my revenue, my success is based on my metrics, my success is based on all of these things, and if I don't hit those, then I'm not a success instead of looking at the perspective of our success is because we're present within knowing who we are more importantly than what it is that we, and the impact we make on the world rather than it being about how much money we're making from that. So I think that's an interesting topic. Yeah. It's definitely that chicken and the egg moment, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) The answer is always both, right? I mean, we want to produce great things have a business that fails and you feel defined by that, it's hard to re- reinvent yourself, right? Mm-hmm. But hey, I, I see it as if you have failed in business, you just joined the club of reinventors, right? Yes, yes. I like you don't that. Know what it's, you don't know what it's like to lose something if you've never lost it. So don't be afraid to lose it. It doesn't define who you are. Yeah. It's simply an experience which will carry an emotional response People are not afraid of success. They're afraid of accumulating more loss. Now, you wrote a book and yes. And what inspired you to write your book? What's it called? And what was it? What was that journey like for you? And so I wrote A Journey to Raising Brave Hearts. And it's about how do you rise out of the ashes of what holds you back in life? How do you develop Um, a system for yourself to get momentum when everything in the world gives you reasons not to. Mm. How do you reconcile your hopes and dreams with the reality of where you are? How do you start to create what you wish existed in the world? Um, And then that social, that call to action for all of us, like if we were all people who are brave enough to stand in the moment and embrace our brave, which I define that moment as all the the it's the moment where you have all the reasons not to and you kind of like pull it all in and you say and this is the reason I have to Mm -hmm. right and your why becomes the driving force and if we all did that together we would raise a community of brave hearts and it's such a journey to discovering who you are and what you stand for Um, and I wanted to gift that in a way that would be like having tea with a friend I ask this of all my guests that everybody who comes on at some point, I'll ask, you know, someone who's listening right now, I, I know I have a lot of women who listen to me and who have an idea, but they're stuck and they just can't get moving with what it is. It's there's fear holds them back or it's, you know, like worrying about, are they going to be good enough at it or worrying about failure, worrying about all of these pieces, right? The, the constant what ifs. And if you could give a piece of advice to somebody who was listening about taking that chance and getting, you know, moving forward with starting their business, what would you say to them? So tell the, honor the journey, trust the process. You will figure it out. But the very first step is honoring where you are right now. And there's just something beautiful. They say the truth will set you free. I just want people to get good at honoring their journey by telling the truth. Yeah. Yeah. Where can people find you? Drop all your handles. Where where are you in all the places? So I am the mommy boss on Facebook and on Instagram. I prioritize being a mommy to my three kids and a boss second. But I really believe in entrepreneurship for women. So that's 
really where I stand for that. So it's the mommy boss times three for my three kiddos. And that's on Instagram and on Facebook. But you can also visit my website, jessicabroadway.com. Made it easy for you guys. And if you're interested in the book, you can hop on over to Amazon and it's listed there, A Journey to Raising Brave Hearts. Perfect. And we'll put all of those things in the show notes as well and link to them. So that would be fantastic. Thank you so much for joining me today. This is like, thank you. Well, and I just want to say to you too, you are a light to the world in small business and really with female entrepreneurship. So I admire you tremendously. And thank you for inviting me into your sacred space today. I really appreciate it. Ah, you make me cry. Thank you. <laughs> There is so much to think about here, and I'm really grateful to Jessica for joining me and taking the time to talk about something that I think is really important. So if you'd like to know more about her work and her book, A Journey to Raising Brave Hearts, go check out the show notes and we've linked everything there below for you. So my friend, while you are still working on your business and you are growing your hopes and your dreams, and on those hard days when you think you're not going to go, it's not going anywhere or you're struggling, I just want you to know that I'm thinking of you. I believe in you. And I know how hard you're working to make these dreams a reality for yourself. So be fearless, be passionate, and above all else, be strategic. I'll see you next week.